somewhere between waking and sleeping. On our journey towards the unfathomable deep, there comes a thin moment where we have one foot in the waking world, and the other is in that other world, where we relinquish conscious control. Pausing here, and straddled between two planets that drive one another like gears, the attentive traveller will notice a narrow door, only wide enough to sidle through. This is the border of sleep, where imagination and reality are braided together, a chasm in the crust of consciousness, venting the hot pumice of imagery into the irresistible magma of narrative. Welcome to episode 12 of Stories from the Borders of Sleep, a weekly podcast of curious tales from bordersofsleep.com, featuring original stories by me, your host, Seymour Jacklin. If you visit Borders of Sleep, you can find out some more information or leave some feedback, which we always love to hear. Artwork is by Robin Trainer, production by Tim Wiles, and the soundtrack for this week's episode is from Tango Jazz by Scott Halgren. It's available from magnatune.com. This podcast is also available on iTunes. So, if you're ready to journey with me, then I shall begin. Clown by Seymour Jacklin There are not many clowns in the world, and most of those few who call themselves clowns are only part-time clowns and call themselves something else on other days of the week. For them, the clown is less than skin deep. But I will tell of a clown who was a clown deep down, and when the show was over, he was still a clown, and he didn't need a dressing room because there was no dressing about it. A clown was what he was. Try as he might, no clothes would fit right, hair like a wig, feet too big, and nothing could wipe the smile off his face. It was something about the way he was made. The world is a circus, he was heard to exclaim, though no one took him seriously or subscribed to his philosophy. He never wrote a book about it, he never did a speaking tour, he never appeared in a documentary. Reality TV, CNN or the BBC. One night, after the show, this clown, who was a clown deep down, laid aside his skittles and walked into town. Squeak, 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 went his shoes, and his bow tie glowed like a beacon in the night. Past the chip shop. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Past the cinema. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Down the long hill with the big posh houses. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Along the canal, with the little poor houses. Squeak, 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 to the quayside. Squeak, squeak. And he stopped, and looked over the starlit harbour, and he felt at peace. It was quite quiet. There are quiet moments in the circus too, when everyone forgets to breathe because of the terror of the high trapeze or when something is about to happen. The rigging on the little boats clinked in an eye-level wind and played in the cartoon hair of the profound clown on the quay. The harbour lights winked through the night air and in the watered quarter of the scene. And the stealthy tide crept up the wall, but apart from the elements there was no movement at all. It's too good to be true, sighed the clown, deep down, and he was right, for one thing more stealthy than the tide was out tonight pirates. How many pirates does it take to catch a clown? Five. 
to each for his hands and feet and one to watch for bad puns of which pirates are especially afraid. They caught him in a net and muffled his cries with a stinky pillowcase on his face. They towed him down the stairs to a waiting boat and rowed out in the dark. This clown-napping crew who threatened with their pirate ways to enter circus days if he could pull one prank but he still succeeded in getting a whoopee cushion to the place where it was needed and the raspberry rang across the bay <laughs> and startled a seagull who's passing that way who squawked out mightily. You'll let me explain that this clown was not going quietly. No way. It was the captain's birthday and our clown was to perform in honour of the day the pirate was born. You know, liven things up, spread some joy, make some jokes. And when they took him off the boat, they told him to make it fun without puns and untied him on the deck between the guns. Well, let me see, the clown began. The world is a circus, he said. Get on with it, snarled the captain who was growing impatient and wanted to be entertained. If I had wanted a preacher, I would have bagged one instead of you. Many happy returns of the day, the clown said. And how many years old are you, my pirate friend? Forty, came the curt reply. Funny, what a coincidence, said the clown. That's how old I was when I was your age. The pirates scratched their heads and frowned and wondered at this clown they had found. What a coincidence he had so much in common with the captain. Well, let's start with some freebies, shall we? said the clown. Who wants a freebie? And the pirates all said, me, me, me. So he let some bees free from a jar in his pocket and they flew out and stung some of the blockheads. Enough, roared the captain. I said, no puns. The clown stepped back and upended a trestle of buns as hard as cannonballs and weighing a ton, they rolled on the deck and everyone took cover or got knocked over. The first mate was furious and short of insults. I'll sever your stupid neck, he said, and the clown fled as he pulled out his cutlass and gave chase across the deck. The mate gained upon him for there was not far to run, dodging between ropes and barrels of rum and rolling buns, cannons and guns and chains and stays and belays, blocks and tackles and pieces of eight. Soon the clown was cornered on the poop deck. Avast, cried the mate, and swung for his head. At that moment, the clown tripped over a shackle, twisted his ankle, and the first mate's blade hit the gunwale instead. It got stuck in the wood and stayed there for good. The clown got up with pain on his face, but with a glint in his eyes, he looked at the mate. Are you accustomed to custard? he asked. The mate looked surprised and missed the approach of a couple of pies. Splat! Splat! I'm sorry about your cutlass. Let me make you another from air and rubber, said the clown, and drew a long balloon out of his sleeve. There was a brief reprieve as his audience crept out from hiding and watched him fashion a sword quick as lightning. But the balloon was rubbish and weak, and just as he finished with a flourish and tweak, it popped with a loud report and the pirates thought that someone was shooting at them and they hid again under sail and spar and one even jumped in a barrel of tar. They cowered and trembled until the captain yelled, Make him walk the plank! I've had enough of his pranks! They trussed up the clown, but left his feet free so he could shuffle along the plank and fall into the sea, but their plans were overcome by a piece of chewing gum stuck on the sole of his shoe. Halfway along the board, the clown got stuck and couldn't go forward, or backward, or sideways, 
True clowns have wise ways. Without even trying, the clown in their life triumphs even on bad days. In desperation, the pirates hacked the plank off and it fell into the sea with a clown on top. Then to the dismay, a passing wave came and bore him away on his makeshift surfboard he freestyled up the bay. The world is a circus, they heard him say, that crew of pirates on their captain's birthday. Accidents happen. Coincidences, too. What you are on the inside is you. <laughs>